I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thank you for clicking play and clicking download. It's episode number 23 of the SGP podcast. And my, this is a packed episode. Let's get straight to the point. My name is Stan. My name is Rowan. Wow, you're actually counting this starting from episode 20. Oh my God. You're damn right I am. You're a nerd. Hey, nerds are cool. A lot of people like nerds. I think AJ Lee once said she digs nerds. And we dig crazy chicks. And we dig crazy chicks, but we also dig local wrestling. We said that we had, you know, we have some guests in line. We said this before that we have some big things set up for the podcasts. This is one of them. Big shit popping and as we've been talking about for the past, I don't know, ever since we started actually. Ever since episode number 1, maybe. Ever since episode number 1, we've been plugging this little outfit it's, I say little because they're kind of little right now, but watch it. They might grow really big soon. In the words of Drake, you got to start from the bottom. Now we're here. And now we're here. <laughs> and as we said, we've been mentioning them since day one, Philippine Wrestling Revolution. We actually have two of them right now, two of the faces of Philippine Wrestling Revolution. Let's welcome them to the Smart Gilas Pilipinas. First off, we have The Method, Mike Vargas. What's happening, everybody? And we also have the Senorita, all the way from Hacienda de Leon. It's JDL, Jake de Leon. All right, what's up, everybody? Yo, what's up, guys? Thank you for making it to the SGP podcast today, tonight, because, wow, it's going to be a very special episode. Uh, we're just going to shoot the shit right here. I'm just going to I'm just gonna shoot with you. We are just going to, you know, talk about shit all the time. We want to get to know you guys, of course. So let's, let's get to basics. Let's talk about you guys. First of all, who is the method Mike Vargas and who is the Senorita Jake de Leon? Anyone can, can start off. You want to you start off, Mike? Oh, sure. Why not? All right. Well, just to put it simply, you could call me a Boy Scout. Who's just living it up, just having a good, just about having a good time, coming from Marikina, and it was all about me showing, showing everybody that nice guys don't always finish last. All the way from Marikina. How was the traffic, by the way? Well, just took me about an hour to get here. So, <laughs> oh, in end. I mean, oh, Marikina holds a special place in my heart, so I kind of know, the, I know the traffic, I know how hard it is. Chick boy, but especially Marikina. But you know, I, I gotta ask Mike Vargas, what is it about you that makes you the method? Like, ano ba talaga tong method na to? Wait, 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 wait. Before we, sorry, before we get into our special guest tonight, um, we have to touch into the fact that. They have a sh- they have a show coming up this month. That's right. That's the reason we, why we, we almost forgot. We almost forgot the How reason the why these guys are here is because they have a show in two weeks, right? Yeah, two weeks. Um, Philippine Wrestling Revolution Renaissance. Am I correct? Yes. Renaissance of September twenty seven. Please, guys. Before we talk about you, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh, please talk about the show. All right. So on September twenty seventh at the Makati Cinema Square, we're gonna have PWR Renaissance. We're gonna keep. We're gonna get the Philippines out of the dark ages of pro wrestling. Basically, we, we encourage everyone, get your family, your friends, get everyone involved. I want everyone to be there because I got, I got Main Max's number and JDL's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Let's, talk, oh yeah, let's talk about Main Max later. So, okay, now that we've established the reason why you're here, yeah. we want to get to know okay, you. Uh, the show is at 6 p.m. Right. Right. All right. Yeah. I just want to say that. 
Just to make sure. Para kompleto yung details. Oh, naman. So that everybody, <laughs> everybody and their mother can bring themselves to Makati for PWR Renaissance. Now, going back to my original question, who is the method or what is the method? What is the method? Well, if you must know, the reason why I got the method was because ever since I was young, I always knew how to adapt to any situation and I can overcome whatever obstacle comes in front of me. So basically, Mike Vargas is an underdog who doesn't give up. Basically, yeah. Mm, sounds like ano, a familiar face. Oh, my, very, very familiar. <laughs> and you know, maybe, maybe in due time, when Mike Vargas, you know, climbs up the ranks, we can include him in that discussion so, for, for right. greatest face. So, so let me get this straight. Uh, the method is you doing whatever it takes to to win, to overcome. Is that right? Yep. Okay. So. Whatever it takes. if whatever it takes Because what if that whatever it takes means you have to pull something underhanded? Will Mike Vargas do that? Probably not. Probably not. Bakit? Why not? In the spirit of fairness. Because once again, I'm trying to be you know, it helps to be a role model. In the dark today we're we're more attracted to the dark and gritty characters, That's especially. True. I, I agree. I agree with this so much. Yeah. <laughs> of course, because we can relate to them. They they show a more human side. But once again, we're also, we gotta focus because wrestling is also focused on the kids, then it's mo- most of all, we need more role models. We need more guys with honor, with a with a strict moral code. That's right. I agree. I agree with you, sir. So, ano ano ang mahalaga kay Mike Vargas? Now that we've established na you want kids to adhere to a strict moral code, ano ba talaga mahalaga kay Mike Vargas? It's the sense of honor, just doing the right thing. Uh huh. Okay, but that's pretty much all it. right. Oh, by the way, for those who don't know, what is your finisher, sir? My finisher, the mugshot. What is the mugshot? Basically, I just take my size twelve boot, just shove it up somebody's, th- shove it down somebody's throat. <laughs> Yo, I love a good big boot, man. I love a good big boot. It's always effective. You can never, never knock a good striking yeah, finish. Never go wrong with a big boot. Okay, so we've been ignoring uh, a bit. Well, not ignoring. ignoring. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, uh, Don't be mean. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, we've been, you know, we've been focused so much on Mike Vargas. So we for, almost forgot that we have the Senorito Jake DeLeon right here. Jake DeLeon, what's up, sir? How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good. And let me just say, you don't, you don't really forget about the Senorito. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Is that so? Yeah. Uh, Tell us uh, about yourself, yeah, yourself. Yeah, please tell us about yourself. Uh, okay, I come from Hacienda de Leon. It's actually from Negros Occidental. I'm actually from Bacolod City. So, sa mga taga-Bacolod that nakapamati, di subong, kamusta ka mo? Anyway. Yo, uh, yo, inter-regional appeal, bro. Uh, <laughs> I gotta represent, man. I gotta represent. represent. So, anyway, I'm from Hacienda de Leon. And since an early age, I've always been a bit of a roughhouser. I uh, played around with the kids of my dad and my granddad's Alipins, as I call them. Alright, so I, I guess there we want to segue into why I call my fans. Oh yes, please, 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 oh, yes, please, do. Yeah, this has been on everybody's mind. Yo, yo, I mean, like, whoa, yeah. he, did he really say Alipins? Uh, Is he yeah. calling us Alipins? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram has been blowing up with that. So anyway, the reason why I call them Alipins is there's actually uh, from the Visayan rhetoric, uh-huh. Alipin actually comes from the root word udip, okay. which means to live. And actually, there are two Alipins. Two to me, there are two types of Alipins. Right. The ones that I like and the ones that I don't like. Okay, so who are the A words that you like and the A words you don't like? A- oh, wow, A words, A words. Are we really? Is it, are they really that? Is it really that bad? I have no idea, but I'm trying my best to keep ourselves PC right here, gentlemen. But but please, who are the Alipins you like? It's the not Alipins the same as like the N word, mind you. Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. <laughs> so anyway, um, the A words that I like, since it comes from the root word udip, they, which means they're living for themselves and they're living to actually make a living for their families. That shows you. That shows me. That to me, uh, shows. I got. I got a lot of respect for those guys. 
Okay, uh, so you know, so those, those Alipins, I'm not I'm not gonna say a world, a world. <laughs> Come on, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with <laughs> there's no, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the word Alipin. Okay, so going uh, with that explanation, so basically an Alipin is kind of like um, what Mike Vargas a is hard working uh, guy. a hardworking yeah. guy just trying to make a living. Yep. Wow, I never thought of it that way. You've never because uh, that's a lot of. Because the social stigma of coming with the word alipin yeah, yeah, automatically right. means you're under someone. Right. But what they don't see is that the reason you're under someone is to actually make a living for yourself and also make a living for your family. So it's kind of like how somebody has to put up with a crappy job, a crappy yeah. nine to five in a field that they don't even really care about in, just because they want to provide a living for their kids. In Stone Cold Steve Austin's words, the working man. The working man. Right, right, right. So who are these alipins now that you don't like? Uh, these these are people. Uh, again, with the word well, how I use the word alipin is kind of like aloha. Yeah. It means hello and goodbye. Okay. With alipin, it can come good or bad depending on how I see you. So these alipins that I don't like, they're actually the people that feel that they're, ent- they're entitled to everything, that they deserve everything that they have. They don't work for anything. So you could have like this person, an employee, for example, just because he's good with the bosses, he gets the raises, he gets the promotions. Yeah. So these are the douchebags who have everything handed to them on a silver platter. Simply the douchebags. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about you, but I know oh. I know you're not gonna you're not gonna, get, not oh. gonna take it well. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm just turn off your mic, buddy. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Okay, sorry. Carry on. All right. So uh, JDL, you also have your own signature moves and your finishers. Do tell us about your finisher. Yeah, for those who don't know, um, finisher and, and first we or know, signature yeah. move. Whatever you uh, like yeah. to talk about. All right. Uh, all right. First, let's start off with my signature moves. Well, one of my signature moves is the latigo. Uh huh. Uh, it's basically where I take the guy, I hold him down, and then I hit him with 10 forearm strikes to his back. Okay. To his back. Okay. Yeah. And then I also have my payroll, which a lot of people really like for some reason. <laughs> okay. What uh, is it? It's an, actually an homage to Rob Van Damme's Rolling Thunder. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Because, well, growing up, I was a really big Rob Van Damme fan. Uh-huh. Right, right. And I just... Ever since I started, I wanted to do a Rolling Thunder. I'm glad they have yeah. RVD and ECW all the way in Hacienda de Leon. <laughs> oh, we got Girl, it. Yeah. It's a Hacienda, man. Yeah, but I'm it, sure they got all the comforts oh, yeah, for and sure. the privileges of foreign wrestling. I stand corrected, my, uh, my good sir. <laughs> and your finisher, of course. My finisher would be the Alipin Drop. Alipin Drop! All right, tell us about the Alipin Drop. Oh, shout out to your biggest fan, Mark De Hoya, MDJ right. of SGP. AMDJ. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Alipin Drop. Funny story, I never really knew what a Samoan drop was before the Alipin drop. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, there was just this story in a... Well, there was this one Alipin of ours who was kind of making trouble. Wait, okay. wait, wait. Oh, bad Alipin. Okay. Bad Alipin. All right. <laughs> All right. Just so, to make that clear. Yeah, just to make that clear. Yep. So, he was kind of stealing stuff from us. So, I had, I had to actually straighten him, up, straighten him out a bit. And that's when I came up with the Alipin drop. Oh, you, you wait. You used a Samoan drop on this... Alipin. I didn't know it was a Samoan drop at first. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, yeah. uh, de facto Samoan drop. No, he was so kind you of. Did, he you was did it on him. Wow. He was putting up a good fight. He was putting up a good fight. <laughs> ah, so that's what made it necessary. Is it in the house? I mean, I guess he didn't know I used to rough house with the boys back then. And you know, those guys used to cut up sugar canes, break their backs. They know how to fight. Yeah, they know how to I'm fight. sure they know how to fight. Or if not know how to fight, then, you know, know how to st- endure. Yep. <laughs> or defend themselves at the very wait, least. Yo, um, wait, I-, I need to ask something now. Wait, um, let me make this clear. Do you call yourself a haciendero? Or, or would you say your family are a fam- is a family of hacienderos? Uh, well, yeah. I call myself a haciendero. Okay. Um, I also call myself a senorita. If you oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, yeah. uh, okay. No offense to you, but... Um, 
I, I don't know if you know, but uh, the word or the concept of uh, haciendero has has a bit of uh, negative uh, has a bit of a negative connotation oh. with Philippine society. Yeah, yeah I so, know. Yeah, I'm sure you, I'm sure you're aware of this. I, you're a smart man. You're a man of the people. I'm sure you're aware of this. Mm-hmm. So, um, for those, well, for those who don't know, or for those who will see you for the first time at at Renaissance, maybe, uh, and then maybe think that this guy is calling himself a, a haciendero. How am I supposed to cheer for him? What do you have to say about that and to those people who, who will, you know, who will trash you or maybe naysay you uh, at first glance? Like well, the ones from Tarlac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> right. Hey, exactly. Thank you, Mr. Vargas. Yeah, that is why. <laughs> I that's, am that's from why Gross Occidental. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, um, yeah, the issue of Hacienda de Recita. And this is why I bring this up because, you know, it's not always going to be um, something that's going to be received well because, you know, as you know, in soap operas, yeah. parang the bad guy is the senorito. Yeah, that's what I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. So, so please uh, address uh, no, uh, for everyone. So with everything right now on TV is actually... Hacienderos really have a bad reputation. But then, it, that's because it's on TV. It's, uh, it's magnified. Okay. But there are cases. Well, my family, in, in fact, we're actually... There's, there's a lot of other cases of Hacienderos. So people who own land who actually have their... Who actually really care for their people. Who really care for the people that work their obreros. Okay. They're, they really care for the people who work on their, on their, on their Hacienderos. Yeah. And, I mean, without the people, where would we be? Oh, naman. Uh, so... What I want to tell everyone at PWR Renaissance, I mean, you may see me as a, as a hashindero, you may see me as someone that has a bad, this bad reputation, but let me tell you this right now. I am going to fight for all of you. I am going to fight. That's, well, simply, I'm going to fight. <laughs> Our yeah. friend Jake De Leon is a man of the people. And I think um, anything, any bad reputation, any bad connotation can be washed away by what happens in the ring and outside the ring. Now, speaking of getting in the ring and outside of the ring, I want to ask, how did a senorito and how did a Boy Scout from Marikina get into wrestling and how did you guys come across PWR? Well, it's a funny story, actually. Basically, I'm going to touch on how PWR got started. Yeah, yeah, please go ahead. I'm sure um, uh, people who might listen to us might not know PWR and they might want to know how these guys are putting together the very, uh, well, not the very first, but, you know, a new... The only independent wrestling federation in the Philippines. Today, yeah. Yeah, Right, go on. So, uh, pretty much, it started out Around 2012, when uh, WWFX came came for a show, and we were there, we were so there, yeah. There. yeah, we were there. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, we all were there. We all were. <laughs> and it was just, uh, you could say it was just a coffee shop talk, but instead of a coffee shop, it's a, uh, it's over a chat room on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much, it started out like that, and that's. Basically, how I came across P- that's basically how PWR simply got started. But like Sapul Pagkabata, ever since you were a little Boy Scout in Marikina, you've always dreamed of lacing up your boots and being in the ring. Well, yeah, actually, since I was probably nine or ten. So tell me, tell me about your. What about JDL? Ever since I was four years old. Four years old. Wow. wow. Saw that I saw a raw main event. Uh huh. With. Stone Cold Bloodied Face. Right, okay, uh, right. Kane, I think, I think it was Kane or Undertaker choking him. Yeah. I was thinking, man, <laughs> these guys are crazy. At four years old, you wanted or, to do that. You wanted to get your face bloodied or something? I, wa- I wanted to be where they were. I wanted to be, I wanted to be one of the strong guys. And that's yeah. something that you wouldn't expect from a hacendero oh. or from the son of a hacendero because you would expect that, you know, comfortable ng buhay mo. Why would you get in there and mix it up with sweaty guys who probably stink so badly? Well, wow. uh, there's a lot of people. <laughs> There's something that wow. a lot of people don't know. It's actually at a young age, my granddad and my my dad actually taught me the word respect. 
and they taught me also hard work. So I wanted to show my hard work and respect in the ring, and I saw it na, uh, back then when I was watching Raw. I saw you can't you can't be in that ring if you don't put in the hard work, if you don't have respect for the other people who are in that ring. So I I saw it as a way for myself to actually to actually kind of show show that message to a lot of people. So what's the reaction back home at Hacienda de Leon to you actually being part of wait, PWR? Wait, do they know this? Actually, uh, they, 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 <laughs> know this, they know this. <laughs> All right, glad that we're clear. So what's the reaction back home? Well, the reaction was they initially didn't want it. They initially didn't like the fact that I was putting my body on the line. I'm sure no parent uh, wants yeah. to hear about their kid spreading themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's, then it's, a, it's a tough talk. Anyway, go yeah, on. But then again, they see how, how happy I am that I'm trying to live my dream. And the Shanda will always be there. Uh, I'm, it, it will always have a special place in my heart. That's but, good to hear. Yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, Mike? Well, uh, my parents still have, uh, they're still 50-50 about me getting in the ring. Because I re- always remember my par- my mom always telling me, Ilang taot ka namang inaalagaan, tapos ikaw papasakit ka lang na sarili mo. <laughs> <laughs> and I always tell her. Hey, you gotta love mothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I always tell her. It's 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 a no, it's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. it's a fair point, naman. And I got it. And I always tell her. Kaya ako nagtetrading para hindi nga masado masaktan. Yun. Kasi according Yun to Mike man. Vargas, in the words of Mike Vargas, bawal mahina. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag bawal mahina. So I'm setting you up, bro. That's an alley oop right there. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> always got to call out your own assists. <laughs> All right. So so tell us about uh, tell us about Renaissance. Like, what can our fans expect? Of course, a lot of Philippine wrestling fans have been dying for a chance to see Pinoy wrestling live in the flesh, featuring homegrown Pinoy wrestlers. So, what can we expect out of Renaissance? Well, you can expect a lot. Let me be honest. You can expect a lot of technical wrestling. We got well, we got this one match that's really interesting for a lot of our fans, which would be Ken Warren. Calling you out, Ken Warren. And <laughs> we Chris, know that feud. Uh, and Chris Panzer. This is actually one of our. These are actually. This is actually one of the best matches we have on the card right now. Right. Because so these are two. Uh, they're actually two homebred guys. They're actually wanting to show all their stuff in that ring. So it's the Phil Am Chris Panzer against a social media sinister Ken Warren. Yep. yep. And you've had your fair share of battles with Ken Warren. Yeah, I know that a lot. And as for Mike Vargas, uh, wh- what kind of match will you be in at Renaissance? Well, it's, I'm going one-on-one against Main Max. It's going to be a tough test, especially since I faced him before in the Invitational Battle Royal. All right, for those who don't know, can we talk about Main Max for just a quick bit? Um, what is he about? Well, Main Max is about silent rage. He doesn't talk, he doesn't talk a lot. He lets, he lets his actions do the talking for him. Did you piss him off or something? Silent Rage? <laughs> and he's just pissed off. He's just pissed off he's, in general. He always looks pissed off. So why don't you see Andy Levine from Tough Enough? Silent right. Rage. Yes, right, so Silent Rage. Um, okay, so you're facing off. Is, is this a one-off match maybe? Well, no, well, you have to be there to find no, out. That's what's guy, right? Um, anything can happen when we're there. Okay, so guys, um, you have Renaissance, but you have another event coming up after Renaissance. It's not, it's not exactly a show, but it's something. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, Pro Wrestling Revolution, uh, Philippine Wrestling Revolution Boot Camp. Yep. It's going to be on October 12th. It's going to start there. Right. Um, where would this be? If it will be in Fit Plus Gym in Bakutan. It's near SM Bakutan, around five minutes away. Okay. So, Boot Camp is basically um, a training session for those who might want to be interested in joining PWR as a wrestler. Yep. Yeah. And, well, okay. So, we talked about rest, um, you guys getting into the business, uh, starting training. Um, okay, so what can guys expect from boot camp based on your experience training um, for, for your matches in PWR, for your shows? Well, you got to expect a lot of pain. 
first of all, it's not easy. It's not easy to get in this business. Right. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Well, for me, uh, on my part, you gotta expect a lot of hard hits. You gotta earn respect by giving respect, and then you have a lot of squats to do. (laughs) Let me be honest, the squats, they're yeah. Everyone does not like squats. Even though, even if you know how to do them, even if you do a lot of them, it is not a pleasant feeling. But take us through a day of training. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, uh, I've always been curious about when I'm on a boot camp or if I take my friends to go to PWR. Oh, no, no, no. Camp. Not the one. Oh, uh, yeah, so take us through a day or, or a, a, a single training session for right. PWR. Not, I, I'm sure no man, uh, what I happens. Think it might be different. Yeah, yeah. What happens in boot camp might not be the same as, as what happens during your regular training. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So what? Uh, so okay. So okay. So maybe we can talk about um, how you guys first started. Um, what was your experience uh, when you first started training? Well, first of all, wrestling is actually a big throwing business, you know. Yeah. So you gotta learn how to fall first of all. Uh, going in, uh, what did you expect? Um, did you know now what to, um, you know, what was in store? Well, honestly, for me, I didn't know what was in store. I thought I was going to learn a lot of holds. I thought I was going to throw a lot of people. Oh, wow. so <laughs> you didn't know you were going to take bumps? Well, I, I, knew, I knew people fell down. Right, right. I okay. didn't know you had to learn how to fall down. Right. So, okay, so going... Uh, so, um, okay, so Mike Muna, sorry. Yeah, I was I was actually expecting bumps on the first day. Right. Uh, so what did you do on the first day if it wasn't... Yeah, it was, it was uh, bumps. <laughs> sorry, I thought when, when you said it. Yeah, so, uh, so pretty much. I was expecting bumps. Uh... I didn't expect to do any rolls uh, immediately on well, the first day, but did you? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. We started out at the, around the yeah. same time, yeah, actually. Because right, right. um, um, well, uh, I can't. I, I think we cannot deny that since PWR is relatively new, um, Mike Vargas and Jake DeLeon have not been training for very long. Uh, I think we have to acknowledge that here. But they're actually among the pioneer batch of PWR, That's right? Right, uh, yeah. and of course PWR will be will be open to actually welcoming new wrestlers, new guys who want to uh, be part of training. They've been posting announcements on their Facebook page. Guys, give a shout out to your Facebook page. All right, Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com/slash Philippine Wrestling Revolution. That's where you can find them. And uh, like we said earlier, this is of course a build up to PWR Boot Camp, which is set to happen sometime in October. October twelfth. Now, give us a quick uh, a quick teaser of what we can expect from PWR Boot Camp. Maybe tell us about who we're likely to see at, at the event. If, we, if you can tell us that. Well, the people who are likely, to, you will likely see are the PWR wrestlers, actually. Uh, one of our main guys, Bombay Suarez, will be there. Right. So and can you mug to train or will you be training alongside everyone in boot camp? We will be training alongside everyone. Okay. I'm, yeah, it's, it's fair enough. And, uh, of course, somebody will be leading PWR yeah. boot camp. So are, are, we, are we free to disclose the name of whoever's leading boot camp? Or is this Minjo Hush Hush Pa as of now? Hush Hush as of now. All right. Yeah. No, no, no problem. No problem, yeah. Anyway, so uh, okay, let's keep talking to uh, Mike, De- Mike Vargas and Jake DeLeon. So, so far, guys, um, what is the hardest part of being a wrestler, in your opinion? Actually, we haven't discussed that. So it would be a good time to actually probably warn everyone who's even yeah, thought yeah, of so, being in the business. So I think, what's the no, I think, part? I think it's a, um, for boot camp, we also got to weed out those who don't really want it as much. So uh, maybe you should start telling your horror stories now. <laughs> uh, well, for me, first of all, what you really need to stay in this business is the passion. Because right. we have a lot of people actually t- uh, talking to us on Facebook uh, want, saying they want to train. But a lot, a lot of the reasons they said they can't train is because it's too far away from them. Uh, well, 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 this guy is just from Marikina. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of sacrifice. Oh, never mind. But, but no, actually, it's a lot of sacrifice. Because yeah. not only after you do that long commute, if you do commute, 
you have to take those bumps. You have to take. You have to do all those push-ups, all That's those right. sit-ups, That's all right. those squats. Right. Those dreaded squats. Pero sabi nga nila, diba? If you love something or if you love yeah. someone, you go for it, diba? Yeah. You have to put up with the sacrifices. It applies to anything and everything from relationships even to wrestling. Yes. And that's something that we see especially in guys like Mike Vargas, guys like Jake DeLeon who, you know, put their heart in what they do. Tommy Hugot. Nina man. I'm trying to put them over, dude. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just playing. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, of course, no doubting their their passion, their heart. Anyway, Mike, uh, what's the hardest part of your uh, Is it the commute? Well, it's not exactly the commute. Okay, so it's more of it? time management. All oh, right, right. Because sometimes I I have to I have some commitments that that bump in that bump into my schedule. So that's that's pretty much it. But you know, I can always manage. All right, so I want to talk about uh, the commute, lang, because I um I have this experience. Na I've, I'm from the south, and I've always, uh, whenever it's for school or for work, I've always had to go north. So I know I know how it feels to have to commute very far. So can you like take us through, um, you know, when you were training and having to go through, go, you know, travel, you know, at least an hour a day or uh, back and forth? Um, what can you say about that? Well, it's a, it's takes a lot of patience, to be honest. Talaga, you have to put up with traffic. Most of all, especially this. Actually, this one time, uh, recently lang, I was on my way to training, but I I was so pissed off because I didn't malayan na upkat weekend pala. <laughs> oh snap! So palabas palang ng marikina to C five. It's a, it's I was actually pissed off. Right, and and you could actually just channel all that frustration into your training then. But the problem was. I had no one to train with. Ah, kasi tapos na. Or, no, because wala talaga makapunta. Oh, damn. Oh, snap. That's oh. what a lot of people actually don't know right now because a lot of the PWR wrestlers actually have their day jobs as well. I was right. going to ask about yeah. that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for bringing it up. Yep. So, yeah. Well, well since PWR is just a startup company right now. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. We can't really uh, pay a lot of our wrestlers so we still keep our day jobs. That's true. And, and uh, respect, yeah. yeah. Respect to you guys for maintaining your day jobs. I mean, I can't ask the Hashindero what his day job is because that's pretty obvious. But is it okay <laughs> if I ask you, Mr. Vargas, what is your day job? Like, just try to, you know, so we can get to know you a bit better. Let well, me guess. Life coach. Nope. <laughs> Personal trainer. No. <laughs> Let's get one last guess. Professional Boy Scout. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Wait, is there such a thing? I have no idea. I don't, think, I don't think that's that. a thing anyway. All right. See you Uh I work at a law firm. Interesting. Whoa. So, Intense. Yeah. So he's got brawn and brains. You don't mess with a badass like this. I respect yeah. you because as a former law student, <laughs> that's got to be tough. Yeah. And well, oh wait, so um so when you I oh know, when you commute to, to uh training like most days, does, does it uh take a toll on your on your fatigue, on your energy levels, on your body? What is it like um, you know, going into training after commuting so long? Well, it's not exactly it's not exactly a problem since I <laughs> since I actually have my own car. <laughs> so it's no, the commute. Yeah, yes, it's just tiring. All right, so you have your own car, so it's actually not as hard for you. But for everybody else, I can imagine if, if yeah, you're not. Yeah, I'm sure there are going to be some concerns. Then, right. Uh, oh, Sunday fit plus gym bikutan. bikutan. Yeah, like, ako, nalalayuan ako. So, like, if I were to be a wrestler, how would I make my way over to Bikutan? But aside from the distance, is there anything else that you've heard, at least from other people you've been training with, that's been a bit of a deterrent for them to stay in PWR? Yeah, let's address them now for those who want to be a wrestler. Well, especially though, uh, I suppose it's some of those who take the train coming to going to the gym. Really? How yeah. so? Well, of course, you're uh, right, right. and 
and stuff, especially uh, especially on the weekends. What about uh, fitness levels? Parang do do you think that uh, people are deterred from training because they think they're not fit enough, or you know, or do you guys do conditioning then that could help them? We do conditioning also during training. Every time we start off training, we start off with the warm ups, with the stretches, and then our we actually start off with conditioning with the push ups and the sit ups and the jumping jacks and the squats. But uh, we actually been getting a lot of messages from our Facebook fans that they feel they're not fit enough yet. But right. we we just want to welcome them. We, you, you can train out with us if you feel that you still want to get in shape. We all the more for it. We want you to get in shape because we want you to train with us. Yeah, and we yeah. want you to be you know you live yeah. your dream if that's your dream. But a ganong katagalis ang training session. Like let's say uh, I assume you train on a whole day, and if you have a day job, then that probably implies na Sunday ka into training. So like how long does a training session last? About five six hours. Oh, five, six, five, six hours. hours. And that's what between Depends. ten and four, eleven and five. Um, we actually we actually start off training officially at one o'clock. Okay, and so then after we lunch. End, yeah, yeah, we end around six or seven. Right, right. Wow. But some of the guys who, who really want to train earlier, we they get around there around yeah, nine yeah. or ten, cool. and they stay until the whole training. And of course, after that, it's a good bonding experience, right? For everybody yeah. who's part of PWR, because you get to eat afterwards, maybe share a drink or two with the other yeah. other boys in the back, deba. Right? Yep. You actually get a. Uh, to know a lot of these guys well because you're in the same company you want to try and help each other out you know show show them a thing or two uh, the more advanced guys are actually already doing that the one the, the part of the pioneer group we're yeah. actually helping out the uh, we're helping out the more of the new guys uh, showing them how to take their falls showing them how to do their moves their lockups and everything yeah. But as an organization, now uh, I, I understand that PWR is a startup, like you, you mentioned earlier. So, uh, what are the what are the, the setbacks so far that PWR has faced? Because I know that everything isn't exactly roses and butterflies right now, deba. Right? So there's probably got to be some 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 setbacks right now. Would you mind like sharing us a little bit about them? You know, some difficulties, some struggles, maybe um, maybe financial things, because it's a startup, as you said, and startups don't always um, go smoothly. So, yeah. what what problems might you have in PWR? Well. Most of the problems we have, oh, like you said, it's financial. Where we're a startup, everyone has a day job. They actually have to support themselves. But uh, we're actually not looking that at that much as a deterrent. What we actually re- need right now is a lot of manpower. Okay. Yeah, manpower yeah. And, and fan support. So what kind of people do you need for yeah. PWR yeah. in terms oh, of manpower, in terms of fan support? Uh, this <laughs> is actually your avenue right now. Gentlemen, it's your floor. Yeah. I, what do you need? What, what, what I think we need... we. Simply need a lot of passionate wrestling fans, because we need a lot of these guys who, who actually want to live their dreams, who actually want to do anything to actually live that dream, uh, whether it be working backstage, helping out with the ring, and everything. We want to see these guys live it out, and we're actually willing to do anything to actually help them. And if they, uh, we want them to help us as well, can we ask what those? Um Tasks entail of you know for example lang, like say, what specific yeah, needs do you have uh, in terms of people? Para mas setting expectations ng mga interesado. Well, currently we need a lot of uh, backstage crew. Okay. Because a lot of guys, um, we actually uh, going back to what I said earlier, we don't have a lot of manpower, so a lot of our guys actually kind of do a lot of the things themselves as well. So to actually, we want to actually try to get things go to go smoother. So. Manpower is what I think we need. Yeah. Aside from aside from backstage crew, is there any other? Are there any other capacities open to you know people want to get involved with PWR? Well, we also are looking for referees, but you have to train with us as well. Yeah. Yeah. Referee, not simple as it looks. 
you have to you know you know you have to be knowledgeable about the ins and outs of working a match. And Shempre, as a referee, I think you have to be very conscious about where you are. Exactly. So your movements right. can actually be blocking uh, the the wrestlers in the ring. Yeah. yeah. So that's what. Uh, so that's why they do need to train with the PWR guys if they want to be a referee. Anyway, so uh, before you uh, know. Can you give us? Uh, can you give the people who want to train but might be reluctant for due to whatever reason, or maybe undecided, pasila? Yeah. Right? Give them yeah. a message. Uh, cut them a promo on why they should train, no matter how broke or unfit or lazy they might be. Well, we, well, we wouldn't want them to lose all their money. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. But uh, here's what I want to tell you guys: that all of you who want to train, uh, me and. The method right here. We started out. We didn't know a lot about anyone we met. First off, we the first training session ever of PWR. No one knew anyone. Really, that, that was the big truth. That was the big yeah. truth. And when we first met each other, it was like we were longtime friends. Because that's the thing. Yeah. When wrestling, honestly, when wrestling fans come together, it's like they're never strangers. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. To that. Amen to that. We become um, one big happy family. Exactly. Yeah. There's um, an instant sense of camaraderie. I yep. told yeah. you. I, I'm, I'm, to- I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, that's why wrestling fans in the Philippines do need to get together and we do need to get together under the banner of PWR because this might be it. This is our big chance, yo. You guys got a match in two weeks. Cut your promos now. This is your avenue to cut a good promo. Call out your opponent. Call out your opponent. Set up. Set it up. Build it up. Do your thing. All right. Well, here's my little message to Main Max. Yo, you gotta be ready for for the 27th. Diako atras. Alam ko hindi karera atras. Bangaan na lang kung bangaan. Bawal mahina. All I can do is adapt and overcome. Yo, wait, I love, can I just say before JDLs, I just love Bawal Mahina. It's a great catchphrase. Yeah, I love it, I love it. It's better than I got a hair trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Way better than that, you know. All right, JDL, uh, cut your promo, man. All right, but let me tell you right now, as of this recording of the podcast, my match actually hasn't been released, but let me tell you, I'll, I'm giving SGP uh, an exclusive. All right, let me tell you this right now, Mr. Classical Brian Leo. Oh! Shit just got real. Whoa. You may say that the Philippines is a third world country. But let me tell you this. This people full of th- this country full of people that you think are from a third world. They all have first world hearts, man. And when we meet at that ring, you're going to know what minimum wage and maximum wage really is. Minimum wage and maximum wage. It's the Senorita JDL against classical Brian Leo. You heard it first right here on the SGP podcast. Whoa, whoa. We've got an exclusive on our hands. Shit just got real. We got the scoop. Yo, I love it. Now, now people got to listen. <laughs> and once again now, JDL, Mike Vargas, invite our listeners to, to come see you guys on September 27th. Yeah, tell them everything. All right, September 27th. At 6 o'clock, we're going to blow the roof off. Makati Cinema Square is PWR Renaissance. Tickets are two fifty a pop. Come see us. It's not that hard. We've got a big event happening in the morning. It's called NXT TakeOver 2. And uh, let's shoot the shit a little bit about uh, what's going to happen tomorrow. NXT TakeOver 2, it's happening in just a few hours as of recording time. We've got, I think, five matches, if I'm not mistaken. But five matches doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a stacked card. Definitely not because um, well they got um, the least possible time but the most uh, 
most potential roof blowers in this bitch. So let's do a quick round. It's a round table right now, of course. Uh, you got Stan and Row and JDL and Mike Vargas. We're going to do a little round table prediction time for NXT TakeOver 2. Let's start off with Bull Dempsey versus Mojo Rawley. Who you got, Row? I don't think anyone else cares about this match, but I do think that Bull Dempsey has this in the bag. Uh, he's becoming more popular, more popular than Mojo Rawley because nobody really likes Mojo Rawley. Uh, you know, nobody likes the hype man. <laughs> All right, uh, JDL and Mike, you guys, uh, any opinion on this? I gotta say, I I am for the hype, so I'm going with Mojo Rawley on this one. Well, I'm good with either one, but if you had to choose, if you had to make me choose, I'd go with Bull. All right, I'm gonna even it up because I am part of the hype. We stay hype. Mojo Rawley winning this one. Next up, we've got the NXT Tag Team Championship: Sin Cara and Kalisto challenging Victor and Connor, the Ascension. I think that the Ascension is going to drop this one. Sin Cara and Kalisto are ready. Even though, can you believe though, it will be Sin Cara's first WWE Championship belt if he actually wins at NXT Takeover Two. Really? It will be his really? first. Wow! I didn't know this. Right. It's, he's been in the WWE three years and he's competing for his first championship. It's Sin Cara and Kalisto's night in a few hours. How about you guys? I'm going with Sin Cara and Kalisto as well. Same thing. I love their exciting moveset. I love everything about them. Wait, can I ask? And in PWR, do we have a high flyer? Like, do you guys have a high flyer that needs to be bust out to the audience? Well, so, you probably got to wait until... Oh, <laughs> you got to wait until Ooh. the 27th. Mm. Alright, mm. here's a question though That wouldn't necessitate that kind of answer Meron masked wrestlers a PWR? Meron, <laughs> well, not Not so far Is it si Mayhem Brannigan? Oh, well, yeah, but yeah. you can see his eyes yeah. uh, There's also uh, Apocalypse Yeah, alright Yeah, yeah. Apocalypse oh, so, so you guys I, have masked wrestlers I'm, I'm mad, come on I faced Apocalypse uh, I'm actually kind of scared of that monster So, <laughs> Dude I I'm just going face to face with him. I'm just glad I wasn't in that match. <laughs> <laughs> well, I well I kicked him down. I kicked him down. <laughs> all right, so for all of you, the Mahidik's some masked wrestlers. We have at least two parts. We don't of PWR. we don't know if there are high flyers, but we do know that there are masked wrestlers in PWR. And with that, I am also picking the Mexicans, Sin Cara and Calisto, for the NXT Tag Team Championships. It's unanimous lucha, lucha, according to the SGP podcast. Up next, hair versus hair. Enzo Amore versus Sylvester Lefort. What do you think about this one? Uh, it's weird. I don't know why they're doing a hair versus hair match because it's not really, you know, it's not really a big deal for either of them to have hair. Right. But nobody's, you know, been protective of their hair before, so I don't know why they're doing it now. It's not as big of a deal, let's say, if Tyler Breeze were involved. I have a feeling, though, that Enzo Amore might lose. I don't know why. Maybe because um, they're trying to do, they're trying to draw a lot of attention to him, and maybe you know, cutting off his hair might put him over even more as a babyface. I don't know. Let's ask uh, JDL and Mike. What do you guys think? Well, I gotta go with Enzo just because he's got some leopard print Jordans. <laughs> I can see you're not a fan of the leopard prints, uh, JDL. So are you are you picking Enzo to lose or to win? Well, I might I might go with him to win to actually. Win. Well, I actually want Enzo to win as well because I kind of hate seeing Sylvester Instagramming all of his, his face with the hair. <laughs> I, I want it all off. You know? I'm actually going to have to go with your prediction as well. Enzo Amore is probably going to be winning this one just yeah. because it'll be more fun for people to see one of the Legionnaires go bald. Now, to be honest with you, I don't know how this is going at all. I said, I've been thrown off by the hair versus hair stipulation. So, eh, This be. is our first hair. This is a big sign of first hair versus hair match in a while. But then again, we had a hair versus mask one with Torito and Hornswoggle. Anyway. Oh, by the way, would you put your hair on the line in the future. Oh, right. great question. <laughs> Would you do that? 
I don't know. <laughs> if, Whatever. Only if it's for the, a championship. Yun. Yeah. Yun. Because that's the reason can. why you guys are in this yeah. business. Exactly. Yep. All right. Uh, next up, NXT Women's Championship. I am excited for this. Charlotte versus Bailey. I'm going for Charlotte. I'm going for Charlotte as well. I don't think uh, she's going up anytime soon. So she's going to hold. The, she's going to be the queen for a little while now. But let's ask the boys because they certainly know more, uh, know better than we do. I'm going with Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. I love the nature girl. A nature girl. Yep. All right, and of course the main event. Everybody's been excited for this. Fatal Four Way: Tyson Kidd, Tyler Breeze, Sami Zayn, and the man that gravity forgot, Adrian Neville. Who do you guys got? I, I'll go first then. I got it on, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Zayn. Right, you're gonna have to explain this one, JDL. Yeah. Enlighten us a bit. Back to Sami Zayn. Yeah, there are four people in this match. Why Sami Zayn? You know how obsessive it gets, right? Yeah, yeah of course. And I'm in Zayn for Sami Zayn. I got. I, th- I have a feeling <laughs> he got what it takes. All right, all right, all right. How about the method now? Well, it's anybody's ball game, to be honest. If well, Tyson's got Tyson's the most well-rounded among all all four of them. So I might go with Tyson. Tyson Kidd. All right. How about you, Ro? Who is your pick in this fatal four-way? You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with my friend JDL here. I'm gonna go for Sami Zayn as well. I think it, his time has come. His time has come. You know what? Uh, I still haven't picked as of recording time, but I've told you this on Facebook. I'm not picking Adrian Neville, and I'm not picking Tyson Kidd. It's gonna be a toss-up between Tyler Breeze and Sami Zayn. Medjumadaya, but I've been saying this for quite some time. One of these two is bound to win, just because Tyson Kidd, the ship has kind of sailed on him in terms of him being an NXT champion, and Adrian Neville, he's done his part already in building up the prestige of that championship. It's gonna be Breeze, or it's gonna be Zayn. And with that, uh, that does it for our roundtable for NXT TakeOver. And now before we end, let's do this one last segment really quickly. We like to call this segment the pick of the week. Basically, this segment is anything anything that you saw in wrestling or anything you witnessed over the last seven days that you have to show somebody. This is the most must-see segment slash match slash promo in wrestling this week. Let's have our guests give us their pick of the week first. You, sir? Hi. Uh, I have to go with... What uh, the confrontation between John Cena and Paul Heyman this week on Raw? Very good, very good choice. A good choice. That's a very good choice. In the words of yeah. I am Sam. Um, the reason is Paul Heyman tried his best to pull John Cena to get his dark side out, uh-huh. right, right, but then John right. Cena shows he was driven, determined. He w- he didn't really care about anything that Paul Heyman said. He just wanted Brock Lesnar. That's right. And that's, that's right. the fire that I've been wanting to see in Cena. Right. John- that's the fire that everyone wants to see in Cena, honestly. Right, right, right. So John Cena, greatest he- face of all time. See, yeah. I, I still can't get myself to agree just because we don't have a clear set of standards. Whatever. It's because we need a clear set <laughs> of rubrics to define who the greatest face of all time is. But before we get into that, uh, Mike Vargas, who, what is your, uh, your pick of the week? Well, I have two picks of the week. Right. Uh, one, of course, was the, was the Cena, pro, uh, Cena confrontation with Heyman because... I did bring this up a little bit on. I did touch on this a little bit on Facebook. Is on that? Yep. Right. Is that you know the dark gritty heroes? As I mentioned earlier, right. We got a lot of dark gritty uh, heroes nowadays. Cena's like the last last of the golden age superhero type era with the strict moral code. And just a, a little bit of just a little bit of quick story. Uh, when I when I was young, I wanted to be a Power Ranger, and the closest thing to being a Power Ranger now is. Be uh be the model Boy Scout of PWR, so so I kind of say I have to respect Cena, and I kind of base myself on what Cena's trying to what Cena's trying to achieve right now, and that's what that's how I see myself. 
And your second pick of the week? And my second pick of the week has to be uh, Adrian Neville and Sami Zayn. Two-on-two tag team match against Tyson Kidd and... Tyler Breeze. On Raw. On Raw, right? On Raw. Right, right. That was a really great match. An unexpected, pleasant surprise. In one word, it was mm, gorgeous. Mm. It, it was the best way to showcase uh, some of the best talent NXT has to offer. All right. Now, Ro, you know, I, I know you've been chomping at the bit to give us your pick of the week. Let's have it, bro. Chomping at the bit. Wow. I could, really? I could see you salivating, literally salivating. So let's have it. Oh, you know why? Because my pick of the week is Taryn Terrell versus Gail Kim for the Knockoffs Championship last week on Impact Wrestling. That is why I'm salivating. All right, tell us, tell us more. Come on, Taryn Terrell. You know what? As I said before, Taryn Terrell, I consider to be the best Diva Search alumna at the moment. Of course, for those of you unfamiliar with Taryn Terrell, she's the former Tiffany, also the former wife of uh, the recently released Drew McIntyre. Right, right, and she has come such a long way from being a Playboy playmate. Yeah, and uh, wow, but I'm. I've never seen someone like this who's come from a modeling background, from a playboy background, really want to be a wrestler, want to, want to take wrestling seriously. And it's amazing. You got to watch that match. She didn't win, unfortunately, but you have to watch that match. It's, um, it's, I think it was the third match or the fourth match in her long-running feud with Gail Kim over the championship, but it's not any less great. You should watch it. All right, and now as for me, my pick of the week... I'm going to have to go with two as well. The Cena promo, which uh, the boys from PWR have gone into. And the other, the steel cage match between Chris Jericho and Bray Wyatt. Ah, another good choice. Great story altogether. And I think that this was something that they could have done probably a little bit earlier in the feud. Now, I kind of get how this was supposed to be the one that would cap off the feud and just really end it. But I, this was the kind of match I would have expected in a big show like SummerSlam. But no, it's the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. So fine, let, let's let them get away with that. But like I said, uh, great, great storytelling from both Jericho and Bray Wyatt finally they came off with it and uh, I just really appreciate it and of course one last note on that Cena Heyman promo I gotta put this on the record Cena's response moved me to tears and as somebody who's man tears somebody as somebody who's kind of given my fair share of bashing towards John Cena you just gotta respect the guy I do there's no other way to put it I I totally respect John Cena we all do and I can't blame any of you for citing him (laughs) as the greatest baby face of all time but like I said, I've been saying this on Facebook, we got to have standards. Whatever. <laughs> and with that, Whatever. We, with that, we end this week's episode of the SGP Podcast. we got to thank our friends from Philippine Wrestling Revolution for sending the boys, JDL and Mike Vargas, right here. Thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you for having us once again. And, of course, our listeners can follow you guys on social media. Uh, you can follow me on my Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash JDL Senorito, and on my Twitter and Instagram, at Senorito JDL. And me... I'm going for Facebook, uh, I got Twitter, and I got Instagram all under the same username, Mike Vargas BTP. BTP. What's BTP? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, can we ask? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. That's fair. Anything else you want to say to all of our listeners? Maybe give a shout out to a lovely lady probably listening uh, tonight. <laughs> wow, uh, really? You have no. to go there? <laughs> oh, why not? Why not, Deba? Uh, none so far, none. <laughs> not so far. Not so far. We're going to be on the lookout as journalists, my friend. It is our duty, Lady- our sworn duty, to be on the lookout. Ladies, JDL is available. <laughs> uh, let me say this now, not so available. Oh! That's another, another scoop. Another scoop. <laughs> right here on the SGP Podcast. See, this is why you should be listening to us. Uh, thank you so much, guys. It's been, a, it's been a blast talking to the Senorito Jake DeLeon or JDL. 
and to the method himself, Mike Vargas. It's been a blast. Of course, uh, they're our first guests. You are our first guest. Very first All guest. Right. Yeah. Very first wrestler guest, might I add. That's right. They popped our guest cherries on the, pop- <laughs> on the podcast. We are no longer guest virgins. Thank you. Uh, can I say this for one bit? Well, tonight it's Thursday night, and tomorrow, balik sa trabaho. <laughs> <laughs> All right, these boys are going to be busy, so we're also going to be sending them home. We're going to send ourselves home because we have to go back to work as well. That's right. Thank and, you so much. Hold on. Before I go, I'd like to give a shout-out to some of my friends from Singles for Christ, SSS Chapter in Mariquita, who are, who are having their Christian Life Program orientation right now. Uh, guys, God bless. I know you're all doing well. I hope you're all doing well. And I'd like to give a shout-out to... Uh, my friends from TMB48, Tumblr's nation of AKB48 fans, just a bunch of Wotas, just having a good time. I guess that about does it, like I said, for episode number 23 of the SGP podcast. Thank you so much. Tell your friends that something big is going down on September 27th. It's in Makati Cinema Square, PWR Renaissance. You better show your asses there. And as for everybody else who's tuned in, you can follow us on Twitter. My name is Ro, and I'm Ro is War. Right, and my name is Stan. It's at Stan947. Thank you so much to our friends from Mellow947 for always being generous with the equipment. And with that, we're signing off. We're seeing you at TakeOver. Peace. Peace. See ya. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.